what it is, what it is. You know what it is. It's the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. Hashtag a podcast for the rest of us. I'm your boy, the sarcastic criminal, the hip hop king of the north, the three-eyed raven at hip hop. It's me, Great Pharaoh. And I'm joined by my mans and them, the profound conqueror, Mr. Can I Live, the chaser of waterfalls and the creator of cold and coldelephant.net. We got the real boogie with a hoodie. What's good, Bug? What's been going on, man? What you been listening to? Yo, what up, everybody? So, uh, I've been, I still been listening to um, what's that, what's that, what's that chick name? Um, Rhapsody. Rhapsody. Yeah, still listening yes. to Rhapsody. I wanted to say Scissor for some reason, but I was like, no, it wasn't Scissor. So Rhapsody. Um, I haven't listened to it like every day, but. That's the music. That's pretty much all I've been listening to, um, other than fantasy football stuff. Um, this week has been pretty crazy because <clears throat> um, Code Elephant, we got our meet and greet on Saturday. Um, so I've been um, just running around getting everything. Um, got I got to get I, mean, I got my business cards coming. I got some shirts. I got I got a polo. I, I'm trying to get some polos embroidered. Do you know that freaking uh, getting a um, a logo digitized to get embroidered on a shirt can cost you $60. Just the file, though. Not not the shirt, not the stitching, just the fucking computer file. Mm-hmm. That's why uh, I know this cat named Soul who can do all of that shit. Oh, I got it like done. Three ninety nine. Oh No, I, I got it done. I, I, was, I was like, there's no way possible I'm paying $60 for no fucking dude to push a damn button and that shit just process button and do some vectoring and that's yeah. it. It's done. Yeah, like fuck out of here. I ain't doing that shit. So anyway, so that was make that. Sure, make sure you send me one of the motherfucking t-shirts, bro. I need an embroidered polo or something. Yeah, man. absolutely. That's it, bro. Absolutely. So we got that going on. I'm trying to do that anyway. And, and another thing is, so since I got the old meet and greet on Saturday, you know, I'm trying to find a uh, a projector because the um the the the, late, the place that I had the place that I'm um going to be set up at her projector is broken. <clears throat> so. I was like, all right, cool, I need a projector. So I go around to um, rent one, and I'm thinking, like, renting a projector is going to be like renting tables and chairs and shit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but it's not. But it was like $300, $200 for a whole day. I'm like, bro, I, like, I just need it for an hour. I like need football. <laughs> so my, one, of my, one of my mans came through. Um, I mean, you're going to polo from the black astronauts, a uh, former black astronaut, I guess you want to call him that. I don't know what you would call him right now, but... He um, I called him up and I was because he had just got one, so I was like, let me see if I can uh, hold your um, hold your projector for a couple hours. He was like, well, cool, no problem. So shout out to the homie Polo for that because I I was I was gonna end up paying three hundred dollars for an hour. Now that's what's up, man. Get that uh, get whatever you can whenever you can, man. Free ninety nine is uh. Is the way we live life around here, man. Why, why pay for it when you can get it for free? Right. Word up, word up. Yo, but we're also joined by the visual overlord, the one-line optimist prime, the forklift driver extraordinaire. <laughs> we got my little brother, Soul. What's good, Soul? What's been going on with you? Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. That's a new one, though. Like, you, you, that's, a, that's a new uh, little intro right there. Yeah, up, I, up, I, I like how you just like tossed that up in there real quick. <laughs> <laughs> on the forklift, yo, he can whip them forklifts now at work. So he's the forklift driver extraordinaire. Oh, so you? Let me just let me skip the 
Let me just give the people a disclaimer right now before they get the wrong idea. The only reason why I'm just now getting my forklift cert is because I hurt the certifier's feelings like six months ago when I asked him if I could go get my OSHA certification from somewhere else since he was taking too fucking long to teach me in the first place. Mm. Word up, word up. That shit was hilarious. But word up, like I said, man, man. So, man, what's been good with you, man? What's been going on? What you been doing? <laughs> I mean, same old shit, man. Different day, you know? Uh, as you just mentioned, just got my forklift served over at the job. So, just been grinding that out. Uh, just beat Final Fantasy Nine for the first time. They, uh, they re-released it on the PS4, so I thought I'd give it a spin. First person I ever heard in my life that said they beat one of those games. This is like Word the up. what the fifth one that I've beaten. I beat one. Damn. I beat seven. I beat nine. I beat ten. I beat fifteen. Yeah, I beat like five of them. Seven. So seven is the only one that I know of anybody ever beating, and that's because I was in the house when one of my uh, sister's homegirls bought her PlayStation over and sat there and beat Final Fantasy VII just so we could see like the end credit sequence because that shit just looked magical for the oh, decade. Yeah. Incredible. Amazing. And yeah, that's the only Final Fantasy I've ever seen beaten or ever heard of anyone beating until now. That's crazy. They're not that hard. They're just long as fuck, man. I ain't got no time to put in I ain't got time to put in thirty hours to a video game and forty hours and fifty hours to a video game. I gotta I gotta get my move on. You know what I mean? But yo, what's my call, man? But uh, I saw man. So what you been? Uh, what you been listening to? What you been uh, playing? What's been getting spins with you? Um, right now, honestly, uh, Rhapsody. Rhapsody's been getting a lot of spins from me. I've been a don't, fan don't. of her mixtape and her albums. Just uh, her albums really blown me away. Other than that, you know my regular degular shit. You know I got Isaiah Rashad, Kendrick, most of TDE always in there. Been bumping some of 444, getting real, real introspective and shit. You know, trying to make these money moves. Shouts to Cardi B. Uh, dope. Yeah, man. Dope. I mean, nah, that's what it is. That's what it is. That's for me, man. You know what I mean? Just uh, doing the work thing. I do the dad thing. Hashtag daddy game proper. Hashtag my dad games. My dad games. Nice podcast coming real soon. So uh, be on the lookout for that. Black dads doing black dad things. Just being regular and being amazing because motherfuckers just think it is because we black. It was <laughs> but uh, what's more call it? Um, as for me, yo, same thing. Yo, this a lot of spins. Yo, I've been, I've been into a... Uh, uh, late 80s, early 90s R&B groove. Like, I was going in today at work. Yo, I just had the playlist going, like, 200 tracks. Just late 80s, early 90s bangers. You know, Mint Condition, High Five, Color Me Bad, motherfucking uh, Tevin Campbell, all that old school, New Jack Swang, all that junks. And uh, mainly hip-hop. Yo, Rhapsody. Yo, I'm gonna arguably say Rhapsody's got a t- got the top f- one of the top five albums of this year, yeah. Word up! Like I, I hmm. will say, I think she's got a top five album for the year out of out of all the albums we've talked about, out of all the albums that's dropped. I'm putting her album in the top five. Arguably, so Jay Z, Kendrick, Vic Mensa, um, Lil Bo. Yeah, you got Bo, Two Chains. Uh, I mean, like you know, she got some comp. Two Chains was good, bro. Like. 
Two Twin Girls? Two is dope. <laughs> would, I put, yeah. would I put him in the top five for the year? No. For for the impact? Mm-mm. Yeah, I mean, okay. he didn't do, I mean, he, trap music's here. He just put, he put a, a different spotlight on it. He just put a pink, a pink tint to it. You know what I mean? But like I say, his album was dope, but it's not, and he didn't do anything new. For me, uh, my top five for the year right now, in no particular order, is uh, Vic Mensa, Kendrick Lamar, Rhapsody, uh, uh, Jay Z and actually Amine. Mm. Okay. I think Amine has a real uh a real just a real fun album. Yeah, I mean, it is definitely fun. It's just an enjoyable piece of music that you can just put on. You don't gotta worry about the serious track or the tra- like I don't feel like you know I mean it's got definitely got skippables, which I think is his biggest problem. I I feel like some of the tracks he has on that album are old, but I, like I said, I think it's just a genuinely enjoyable album, which is why I put it on in my t- in my top five. For, like I said, for that reason, it's just a fun record. I forgot about Tyler the Creator too. That was a good one. Oh no, that was a good one. But for oh, me, Bob, still in, in the top ten. But it's just not a not top five. It's not top five. My top five is definitely is definitely uh gonna have uh what we call it Kendrick, Vic Mensa, Jay Z. Amine and Rhapsody, and arguably my top three is going to be Vic Mensa, Jay Z, and Rhapsody. Whatever. Talk about it. Talk about it. Nope. Talk about it. Go ahead. Put your put Kendrick up there. Go ahead. Put Kendrick in there. I'm giving that to you. Go ahead. Put Kendrick in there because you know you stands need to. Bro, bro, Kendrick's not in the top three. Go ahead. I'm not giving that to you. <laughs> go ahead. I mean, I'm just saying. Go ahead. I know that's what you want to do. You want to put Kendrick in there, right? Bro, it's mean, not even. It's not even that I want to. Like, like how do you? It's up there. Like, how, it's not I want to. Like, you act like you act like all. You act like Vic Mensa was better than Kendrick. I Vic Mensa for me. I think Vic Mensa. I think Vic Mensa told a better story throughout his album than Kendrick did. And they were both storytelling type of narrative albums. Vic Mensa's album is more relatable to me than Kendrick's was. Okay, well then that's subjective. So you just so so. Yeah, that's why I said my <laughs> argument. No. That's why I well, said it's objectively my speaking. What's the top? Three? You know, in terms of in terms of sales and all that kind of shit, obviously Kendrick Lamar is going to be at the top of the uh, the totem pole in terms of uh, industry recognition. Kendrick Lamar is definitely going to be on the top of the totem pole. But uh, like I said, in terms just for me and my relatability and what I get from the records, I'm definitely playing Vic Mensa before I'm playing uh, Damn. I feel like you're saying the world is flat. <laughs> wow, wow. Yo, speaking of the world is flat, B.O.B., the fake B.O.B., Bobby Ray, has decided that he wanted to start a GoFundMe to get a satellite in space so that he can prove that the Earth is flat. Yep. He don't got enough money to do that shit himself. Well, this I hope somebody gives him. That this is something that he actually feels like should be done you're not busy enough right elon musk if you listening give bob this bread so he can <laughs> please please don't even give him the bread just send the satellite up there for him yeah seriously. come on let's take a there. look just send gonna, him up there we're gonna go all the way around the earth one time for you 
is give him one full revolution around the planet and shut him the hell up forever. Because mm-hmm. this dude, B.O.B. is bugging with that right now. But uh, what's from calling, man? Let's uh, let's get it going, man. Let's, let's let's start the show, man. We got a couple, you know, couple little hot takes, couple little uh, couple little topics that I want to talk about. I'm uh, first things first, man. And I seen I seen it. Uh, got an axe on everyday struggle with actually with Irv Gotti, who actually wasn't bad on that on that episode on that episode of Everyday Struggle. But they basically they asked him, are albums still important? And I want to ask you guys, you know, I pose this question to y'all in the text, in the group chat or whatever we got. And I just want to know, what do you guys think? Are albums still important? Um, I'm going to say they don't have as much standing power as they used to. Because, like, look at the era that we're in. We're in the digital age. Most people are getting their sales from streams. Most people are streaming their music. I... I've been using like Spotify and Google Music for the last four years. I don't remember the last time that I've actually like went out and purchased the album or digitally downloaded an album through like iTunes or Google Play or something like that. I've always like used a streaming service. I damn sure don't remember the last time I owned a physical album. I think the last physical album I bought was like Rihanna's Unapologetic. Mine was um. Um, graduation. Damn. Wow. Much better yeah, choice. <laughs> Physical. Unapologetic was dope. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Was. Hell yeah. It was fire. But uh, what's some call? I can't even remember what my last physical album that I purchased was. I remember my man's my man Skeeto of uh he's part of SRT ten MG. He gave me a Jimmy Dice mixtape, the evolution of Jimmy Dice. That's the last physical C D I think I held in my hand. And that's actually still in my uh car disc changer right now. Yo, people, what I want people to do, if they're not doing it, because you know how we do everything, just to not to veer off too much real quick, but just Next time you get in your car, if you're not doing it, because I know that I don't, I play everything through my phone now. Just hit the CD button on your rate and see what the last thing you were listening to on disc was. (laughs) (laughs) And let us know. You know, hit us up. I do it for Hip Hop 1 or leave a five-star review on iTunes. Let us know what the last thing you listened to on your CD player in your car was. I remember the last run I had. It was a, uh, I was going my way home from work, and I was coming under the bridge to get onto the uh, the Pulaski Skyway. Uh, Shouts to New York, New Jersey. Um, Cheer, cheer, cheer. And fucking this lady, this white girl, she came walking up by my car. She's like, hey, you want to buy my mixtape? I was like, what? She was like, you want to buy my mixtape? Got a hustle to tape. She's from Michigan. She came out here with her boyfriend to, like, shoot off her rap career. And she had mixtapes. She's like, it's $5. I was like, I have three. I have $5, but I wasn't paying $5 for a fucking tape. A ta- no, a tape? Like, for real tape? Like, a CD. Yeah, like, you oh, ain't okay. got, you ain't so got not, a sound link? Like, like shit. <laughs> he, was a, he was a CD like yo why we don't hand out CDs no more you ain't got a SoundCloud link like you better tell motherfuckers how to get your shit right now bro, give me your card with your SoundCloud link that's so much easier I'll stream your shit 
so much easier. Hell yeah. But anyway, doing that kind of work. I gave it a bone. She gave me the CD. I put it in, and I'm driving. It's playing, and I throw over my mouth a little bit, and then I turn it off. And that was he threw up in his mouth a little bit. <laughs> wow. The last time I played a CD in any car. Dang. Wow, a savage. savage. I'm sorry. It, it, it stunk so bad. You know how when you smell something and it's real bad and you kind of taste it? it Hot garbage? It's one of those kind of Hot things. Garbage. It's like acid reflux instantly. Damn. Word up. That's horrible. But now, uh, what's going to call it, man? But now, just to, uh, let's get back on the rails. Uh, for me, man, I just think um, when I look at... Uh, I think albums are still important for but only for certain artists like jay-z's the Nas's have to have albums yep yeah i mean uh dre 3000 doesn't need an album he can give me a hot track and i'm contented because all we've been getting from him for for what the last 10 years are dope features Yeah, you get a hot 16 from him. So me getting a little piece of him, and I'm cool. Pause. I don't know if that sounded funny. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, I mean, it's like, I think certain artists you need to, uh, I think, uh, let me put it like this. If you want to be considered the, a GOAT, a great, one of the greatest of all time, you have to have an album. You can never, you'll never be considered a GOAT because you have, you know, 15 hit singles, 100 hit singles. Oh, goodness, no. No. You know what I mean? A thousand hit singles. If all you have are singles, you can't be a GOAT. You'll never be a GOAT without uh, a GOAT-level body of work. Multiple classic-level bodies of work. Bro, if you come down here, you'll be arguing for days about Andre 3000. Well, I'd say you need to see on, 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 on that same point. Oh, on if he's GOAT? Yep. Dre 3000 is not a GOAT. Bruh. He will never be greatest of all Bruh, time. There's mad. For that reason, there's mad people that by himself. Nah, his catalog is not extensive enough to give him the rep. By himself, his catalog does exist. I agree. He has singles. What single does he have? Um, When sixteen ain't enough. When sixteen ain't enough. That's uh off of Rick Ross's album. He's a feature. He has. I have never heard one song that is solely uh. Andre 3000 that isn't uh, outcast branded. He has the whole love below, but let's be honest, that's an out. That's, that's, that's an considered album. Outcast. Yeah. You know what I mean, so he does not have a solo project to speak of. Without a solo record, you cannot be a goat. I agree. And I think, you know what I mean, and I think, like I said, get, getting back to the, to uh, the matter at hand again. If you want to have. Uh, uh, what's some call? If you want to have, uh, I think that if you want to leave that kind of mark in the history pages of hip hop, albums are very important. If you're just in it to make money, you don't need an album. Yeah, you can make money off of mixtapes. You could be ringtone platinum because 99 cents adds up. Remember that line? That's that's what it is now. Mm-hmm. You could be ringtone. You can be uh, you can be Spotify platinum. You can just stream one record over and over again, and you can make 900k easily. That's Uzi. With EXO Tour Life. I think he made like $950,000 off of like a billion streams. Highway Robbery. 
That's fucking wild. Yeah, that's the way the stream more life works, man. Oh, I got to come up with a banger right now. Off of, nah, but you think that's good? That's horrible. I mean, it's quick money. It 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 ruins really and defiles over one billion streams, and he doesn't even get a million dollars off of that. A billion. He's not even going to see a million. That's the way the digital life works. Yeah, because they 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 share it. They share that. Only the big artists get paid, really. It's horrible. It's horrible. But now, like I said, but that's that's what it is, man. I just want to get y'all y'all points on that. How y'all what y'all feel about albums? Now, next thing I know y'all I know y'all uh, remember hearing about uh, a couple weeks ago uh, the boy Lonzo Ball, number one draft pick to the Lakers. Was he number one or number two? Two. Mm-hmm. Two draft pick to the Lakers. He made his comment about Nas, and basically Nas is is is, is a nobody. And Migos, Drake, and all the on and all the, and all these uh, younger cats that they're who, you know, are they're they're the like the OGs in hip hop. Raps generation gaps, I think, are amazing. <laughs> yeah, like they really are. I think they're very amazing. Within, let's say. Every five years, there's a complete disconnect from the generations before. Yep. And I, but I think now it's even worse because before there was that disconnect, like me growing up, I knew of, you know, Big Daddy Kane. I knew of EPMD and Public Enemy. I respected because I knew that history. I respected what they went through and what they had to do in order to get on, but I wasn't really checking for them still. I was still all about, you know, the Jay-Z's. I was still all about the Tupac's, the big, you know, my generation of music. Yeah. What What do you guys think happened? You said, you said it twice. I said it twice? Yep. What I said? Come on, you can get, you can do it. You said it twice, and your whole little dialogue right there. Bro, I'm like two cups in. Man. Oh my bad, <laughs> I'm a bad. Making me look bad. All right, all right. It's respect, man. Respect. So you, the youngsters just have no respect now. Zero. Where, where, what happened to it? Where did it go? Is it just the change in time? No, it's, it's, it's a change in time. Yeah. Can, is it because they can get it so much easier now? It's, 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 it's a combination of a bunch of things. It is. Um, the parents not being around to teach the kids the history, or uh, the parents not being around to show the kids um what's good and what's bad, or not caring enough to show them what's good or what's bad, um, and the fact that it's so easy to get, like you can get whatever you want. Like, I mean, when we were growing up, we couldn't get whatever we wanted. You know what I'm saying? We either got what was in our town or what was on the radio. You know, like now I can hear Amine who's in freaking Portland. You know what I'm saying? I can I can hear uh I can hear Chance who's in Chicago. I can hear all of this stuff. And it's it's not even it's not even like a question of how you that you just get it. You can just get whatever you want to get. So I mean it can it can be it can get definitely watered down as far as the uh um 
respect for the artistry. Okay. All right, I'll tell you. But um, I think it uh, I think it all boils down to, you know, them just not caring for, for the history. You know, like you said before, it's all about uh, it's all about respect. You know, they're not they're not worried about them because they think that they're old. They're not trying to be old. They're trying to be on the new thing, the next thing. I think that has to go with also, you know, like you said, bug music being so much more easily accessible because we're in this new digital age where I can hear music from California and Canada and Texas and Japan all across the world if I wanted to. Where back in the day, I had Hot 97, 98.5, and what, fucking Z100? Basically. Yeah, that's pretty much it. Yeah, that's definitely pretty. Much it. That's it for, for me. I think it still goes back to the. Um, I just think it's too easy. I think it might be too just too easily accessible. Like you said, everybody can do it, and you can get it from everywhere. So they don't. I don't think it's a. I don't think it's a lack of respect. I just think it might be more more so. Well, yeah. I mean, he's my think about Lil Yachty's interview that he had. Way back yeah, when. I, think I think it was on the Breakfast like Club. Lack of. Um, no, 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 it wasn't. It's was earlier than that. My fault. I think it's a lack of just appreciation because they don't know the struggle because for them, they can have a hit single and never have walked. They can make a hit single sitting at the dining room table now. Mm -hmm. The market's just so oversaturated with software. The market's just so oversaturated with equipment. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, it's so easy to get these things. You can go buy it. That yeah, you can go right to... Right to Guitar Center so and be a be a hit record overnight. Like like I, I, I like I said, I I took pictures of my my setup for recording this podcast. Yeah, shit's nice. I posted it on Twitter, and I got hit by hit up by somebody, and it was like, "Yo, your setup looked like like you could record an album right now." <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't be album. My setup at, in my dining room right now shouldn't be album. Shouldn't be an album quality setup. To where I, to me where I can record music, it shouldn't be acceptable. Well, so but I mean nowadays you don't even like so. What really kind of to me and I mean this is like just I don't know if I'm getting away from the topic a little bit, but when you're talking about like really blowing shit out of the water as far as making albums at your dining room table. To me, it got blown out of proportion. Uh, Watch the Throne album, I believe. Uh, Kanye West and Jay Z had a video, and they were sitting in the living room with this with this microphone, with this little um, with this like like little guard around it. It was it was it was like it was like a half sphere guard around a mic, and like that was the that was the booth basically. You know what I'm saying? Like that's like this little thing simulates the booth and everybody has one you know what i'm saying like and everybody went to go get them shits because it was like yo i don't need a fucking five thousand dollars soundproof booth i can just get this shit this is how kanye and jay-z are recording fuck out of here you know what i'm saying like that's that that's Nigga, i need exactly that, yo, that's, that's, that's game changing that shit is two hundred dollars you know what i'm saying like uh, <laughs> i mean i don't know how much it costs but it can't cost no more it can't cost no more than like Three hundred, five hundred bucks, or some shit like that. Like, oh, yeah, it, it's actually attainable. Yeah, it's, it's attainable. an attainable amount That's of money where you can be Jay Z right. quality. Exactly. 
recording. Like like you get you get your you get your tax return, you get your Pro Tools, you get your Digio, you get your you 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 get your board, you get a couple plugins, you get a keyboard. Like y'all could, like you get a couple of your homeboys, y'all can just go in in somebody's basement. Yeah, <laughs> records. Just like that. So basically the gen- so this generation gap is basically um we can kind of sum it up as accessibility, over accessibility, and the lack. I don't want to say the lack of knowledge because there's too many OGs that's out there willing to teach. The will <laughs> the uh, learn. I I I I think that there are, there are lots of them that are willing to teach, but the ones that are not are the loudest. Of course. That, like who? that 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 like. Like if you like for for instance, I don't think cats like Ti. He's loud, and I think he'd be willing to educate anybody. The two changes, they're loud. Snoop Dogg, motherfuckers call him Uncle Snoop. He's loud, and cats. And I, I guarantee you that, you know, like out of those couple that I just mentioned, they're willing to tell you everything you need to know, provided you're going to listen. But nobody's going. Nobody's listening. Nobody's checking for them. Like cats is listening to Joe Button. Cats is listening to Pete Rock. Spit they shit, you know what I'm saying? And you know, th- them motherfuckers is like, nah, fuck that. Y'all need to do this. Y'all need to do. You know what I'm saying? They got they got the finger in your face. Yeah, Joe Button is definitely uh, <laughs> well, now he's been doing better lately. He's been I'm not even on yeah. front. He's been doing a lot better. He has been doing a lot better. He has. He found out he he's, like he's having a kid, it. and now he's doing a lot he better. He can't help but That's do better, bro. Image. There's nowhere else he can go but better. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Nah, nah, hit the center of the earth. I feel you. I feel you. All right. So, nah, that's that's what's up, though. That's what's up. That's good. That's good on that, man. Now, well, those some calling, man. Let's uh, let's keep it trucking, man. Let's keep it trucking on. Uh, the next thing I wanted to uh, hit on that I uh, thought about, I wanted to uh, track music. Atlanta's very own. So I'm giving Atlanta some love because I got told that my podcast is very New York, very very New York. New York. And I mean, yeah, I'm sitting at my dining room table with some sweats and some Tims on. Okay. And I'm home. So yeah, I guess it is very New York. It is. And mind you, and mind you, I wore sneakers to work today. How my Tims ended up on my feet, I don't really know. I got have my sweats and my Tims on right now too. So I had my jeans and my Tims on today at work. So yeah. <laughs> like, I don't know what it is, but like like I said, I don't even know how my Tims got on my feet. Because I wore sneakers to work today. <laughs> But uh, what's some call? So I'm gonna give I'm gonna give uh, ATL some love in this with this next topic with this next little uh, conversation on trap music. Who created trap music? Um, probably Gucci Mane. I don't really Gucci know. Mane. I don't really know. Like Gucci Mane. Um, I don't really know who created trap music, man. But like. I didn't hear like I associated Gucci Mane with trap music. Okay, let me um let me put it, let me rephrase it, let uh-huh. me rephrase it, and maybe we can get a better answer. Who put trap music on the map? If they didn't create it, who made it a popular genre? Who put trap music on the map? Oh shit. Um either two chains. Um I, I'm missing somebody. I can't think of their fucking name. I don't want to say T I. How you don't want to say T.I.? I do want, see, so, so, so I do want to say so. See, the thing, the thing, the thing about it is, is what trap music are you talking about? 
right? I'm talking are you about, talking about, talking about future future trap music? Just, or are you talking about... No, I'm talking about the, the beginning. Oh, trap. Okay, well, if you're trap. talking about that, the first time I heard, the, first, the very first time I heard trap music, that even phrase was T.I. T.I., right? Yeah. I mean, he put out an album in 2003, trap music. Yeah. So we can't, we, can't, we can't deny that T.I. is the, uh, the creator of trap music. Of course not. Or not deny. Uh, he 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 is the he is one of the central nuclei. I think between Ti, Jeezy, and Jeezy. That's who I was thinking about. Jeezy That's who I was thinking. Definitely I was like, Jeezy. I think I think Ti. I think Ti started it. But Jeezy put it on. Yeah. And Jeezy, it's like Ti gave you crack. Jeezy told you how to make it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, Jeezy uh, said, okay, now we're going to put a little whip on it. Whereas C, I just gave it to you and said, now go on out there, deal with this thing, man. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I mean so uh, now my next question is going to be, is trap music trapped in the trap? Well, by definition. Does trap music have an ability to evolve? Or is it like you said? By de- like, I think what you were going to say. By definition, it has to be what it is. Yeah. You want me, you want me to give you a, you want me to give you a great example of of how it has evolved. Hit me with an AT alien because I know you got all the knowledge. AT alien, you ready? Go ahead. Percocet, Molly Percocet. <laughs> Face chat. <laughs> that that evolved. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, that that's that's a lot of evolution right there. That's so many bars. <laughs> that shit. That, I mean, it is. It, I mean, yes, it's it, it's evolved. Is is the trap? So when you say trap music, when you when you say like like I automatically think of Ti, but I automatically but at the same time I think you mean the trap music of today, the um the future. The uh, but see, I don't look at I don't look at Ti as, uh, as I'm sorry, I don't look at Future as trap music. Future is definitely trap music. He's not trap music. He's mumble rap. He's more. He's definitely they're trap. They're they're mumble rap. They've created a new genre because they didn't even fit trap music. The thing that the the the, the, re, the reason why I put Future in trap music is because I listen to Future Future's music just because I have to. And um, he's terrible <laughs> to me. But thank you. Yeah, I, I don't. I don't. I don't like him. And the, and but the thing about it is he doesn't make bad music. And the people that love his music are the trap dudes. He makes the music for the trap dudes. That's why I think he makes trap music. Cause he like cause the hood loves Future. They they love that guy, man. He he can't he can't lose. No, I feel you. I feel you. I, say, I, I agree. Though. I think. I think. Uh, I think Future's whack. I'm sorry. I'm just not feeling it. Yo, you know a song? Actually, I was listening to. Uh, I was listening to Black Astronauts podcast. Yo, hit up Black Astronauts podcast on iTunes, on uh, Stitcher, on all the, on every uh, platform. They even got a Patreon. Hit them up. They got. A, they got excellent shows that you guys can listen to. Black Astronauts podcast. Black Astronauts podcast network with that boy Aaron. I mean, he, he's a uh, He's a dope dude, but uh, he he got an um. They did an episode where they um talked about uh what was it uh I don't remember what it was like ratchet music or some shit. 
oh man, I don't even remember what it was, but they actually played, they actually had a future track, and this is probably the only future track I actually like, and it's uh, Same Damn Time featuring, uh, you like uh, that? Featuring, oh my uh, god, that was yeah, awful. That's one of my least favorite features. <laughs> Let me say, I like Diddy's verse. Okay, so you liked it for Diddy. Because, yeah, I like Diddy's verse. And I, but it's Future's track, so I give Future the credit for the song because it's his song. But I mean, I like Diddy's verse, and that that's about all I have to say about that. I like a Future song, but not because of Future. So, uh, what that mean? What do you think about Mask Off? Tired of it. I didn't even like the beat, to be honest with you. You're the first person I've ever heard said that. Say that. I thought it was the beat was regular to me. I, I, it was simple. No, it was effective. It was unique sounding, but I'm gonna say like this: for people who, for all these people who said "Oh my God" to that beat, get your ears checked. No, not even that. How many motherfuck? How many other motherfuckers spit on that beat? It was so dope. Everybody was talking about it, but nobody wanted to get on that beat. Exactly. The only other person I know that got on that remember, beat. You was... remember a Millie? Mm-hmm. That's a beat everybody jumped on. Everybody, there was thirty different renditions <laughs> of the fucking song. Yeah, it was. That beat was a beat. That beat was like, oh shit. Cats talked about talk about the mask off beat, like like it's a milli. But it's not. It's not even close. And it's not. Everybody had a verse or a song. Right. A milli shook ones. Those are those are beats. Everybody wanted them joints. Word up. But I just don't see it for mask off. But uh, what's my call? But not, all right, so trap music is trapped in the trap. That's what we can say. By definition, trap music is trapped in the trap. But it's, it has, but it's just evolved deeper into the it's trap. It's becoming a more complicated trap. That's what it is. I, see, I don't, I don't think. Say, say, say that verse again, Bug. Say that verse again. <laughs> Percocet. Molly, Percocet. <laughs> <laughs> That's more complicated. <laughs> it's becoming more simplified. It's becoming basic as shit. Look at Ti's uh, impeccable linguistic capability. Look at Jeezy's linguistic capability. Look at Gucci Mane's language capability. Look at the ability they have to use these words in such a complex fashion. And I'm, I'm, you got I'm, I'm, I'm talking more more mental mental trap. Mental trap is, that's what I'm saying. It's, it's, I, I'm, it's a, it's a I think it's still fits. Not just like drug selling, but drug using. And that's, that's, that's where the problem sets in. Yeah, and I think, but I don't think that's, that's a complexity. I don't think it's become more complex. I think it's a de-evolution. Not a, I don't think you can eat, I don't think, maybe it's just our terminology. We're choosing to use different terminology to say the same thing. I agree. Me, I don't say, I wouldn't call that an evolution mm-hmm. because it hasn't gotten better. To me, when you evolve, you evolve to something better. So I will call that a de-evolution. I mean, raptors evolved into chickens. Not get... And then we could eat. It got better. <laughs> Reptile is tough. Have you ever ate crocodile? You ever ate alligator? No, thanks. Yes, I have. That's just tough. It's hard. It's not delicious. Really? Alligator I had was delicious. I didn't, I didn't care for it. I didn't care for it. But now a chicken... Come on now. Come on now. <laughs> Shut the fuck you up. I love you chicken, nigga. Come on now, nigga. I go to Popeye's like 
three out of five. Like days five days a week, nigga. <laughs> three, shut the fuck up. Three out of five. Motherfucker, we work Saturdays and Sundays, nigga. Five days a week. I say four on a weekend. (laughs) And you go to Popeye's for lunch and dinner on the weekend. Get out of here, man. You eat Popeye's six times a week. I'm out of here. But, uh, nah, all right, yeah. But, um, like I said, but for me, like I said, I think that's just what it is. I think we're, uh, we're meaning the same thing. We're saying the same thing like a synonym, but we're saying it completely different. Mm Mm-hmm. What's gonna call it? But uh, what's gonna call it? Ah, right, yo, so that's that's what it is. That's what it is. Let's uh, let's keep it trucking, man. All right, we're making we're making good time, man. Trying to get trying not to be on the show for, for we're trying to slow it down a little bit. You know, we've been giving you guys a lot of two hour shows, two hour plus shows, and editing is a monster. Yeah, I mean, be on the lookout, yo. The new episode, episode twenty one, Lloyd Banks uh started mumble rap question mark that's um that's up on soundcloud that's up on itunes but we're trying to give you all these episodes a lot faster you know what i mean so hopefully y'all enjoying them a little shorter we're gonna try and give and we can i can turn them around a little quicker in the editing process but uh let's keep it moving we're gonna keep it moving into uh this is my next thing i've been seeing it going around on youtube i've seen a couple videos that that i didn't even watch not gonna lie because i didn't want to i didn't i didn't want to have an opinion on this and that is basketball the fifth element of hip-hop no is basketball no no you don't think basketball culture should be a part of hip-hop culture you don't think they're blended that much that that basketball might actually be a part of hip-hop no i can't say so no because i look at a sport like football yeah and then i think like how far apart i look at it does that fall well, football, I think because football works so hard to isolate itself from uh, everything else. You think football doesn't – what happened? I think, I think maybe in certain areas, but, like, if you come down here – I mean, like, so, so when, when you ask that question, what I think about is what are the players listening to before a game, Right. That's just, that's kind of what I think. That's the first thing that pops into my head. Young Savage, why are you trapping so hard? The, yeah, most of most most of them, most of the best play, like most of the the best skill players are black guys, right? So we we yeah. listen to a lot of hip hop because that's that's a part of our culture. Um, so most of them are you know when we listen to the latest you know Uzi Verts, Lil Yachty's, you know stuff like that. So that that's kind of what I think about, but I don't think that I don't think that they exclusively listen to that though. So that's why I don't. That's the reason why I don't think. I think like you know they're they're listening to every fucking thing. But I can see. So you think? So you so you think? Hold up, hold. Oh no, go ahead. So go ahead. Go ahead. I'm sorry. I say I can see by contrast why people would consider basketball to be the fifth element of hip hop. This 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 magic fifth element. Shouts to that movie. That shit is good as fuck. But, um... Amazing. Anyway. Because, like, I see that basketball kind of makes a conscious effort to integrate itself into our culture and our community. Like, look at games like 2K. 
where the playlist is 100% hip hop. Avatars can like do the whipping and nay nay and folks and dab and all that. Jay Z producing the games. Look at that. Uh, So that's where I can see why people would would be able to put two and two together and consider it a fifth element. But I can't say so. No. Oh damn! See, I I I think I I think I actually uh would have to say yes to that question. Is basketball the fifth element of hip-hop? I think that just in terms of... When I look at hip-hop, like I said, it's um, it's the music, it's the style, it's um, it's the... the it's the the allure. It's the lights. It's all you know. It's everything. It's the mood, the dancing. It it is the embodiment. Hip hop is the embodiment of black culture. Basketball right now is what eighty five percent black. Sure. Yeah. You know what I mean, so basketball would then be an embodiment of black culture. If you're over six foot and you're black, it's automatically assumed you play ball or you rap. It's one of the two. If you're tall enough, you play ball automatically. If you're, you know, or you know, oh, he he wants to, he wanted to do something in music. I think basketball, just in terms of the um the messages that basketball players are allowed to uh support and allowed to put a um put their face behind gives it that same kind of it can give it that same kind of uh bad boy edge like a rapper gets or can get look at Allen Iverson he wasn't even trying to make a movement but he did Look at Kobe Bryant. They didn't try and make movements, but they did. I'll give you Allen Iverson. Yeah, you know I mean, yeah, more so Allen Iverson than, than Kobe Bryant, obviously. Yeah, but you know, AI is the reason. AI is the reason why they got dress codes right now in the NBA. Yeah, yeah. Which they need to revamp because some of that shit is like, come on, like we got to get Russell Westbrook under control. Bruh. No, the, no, 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 not the Russell Westbrook. Dwayne Wade. We got to get him under control. Westbrook is cool. Yeah, yeah. Dwayne Wade is out of control. Some of the outfits that Westbrook be wearing, yo, I be, oh nah. man, yeah, Dwayne Wade be wearing like matching yeah. outfits with Gary. Yeah, yeah, I, yeah. yeah. I, I, so I fuck with Westbrook because he like he he different. You know what I'm saying? So like, he, and his shit looks pretty good. But Dwayne, like Dwayne Wade and Cam Newton, I got problems with them two motherfuckers, man. Like, <laughs> like they be they be wilding. Yo, you don't like Cam Newton's hat? No, man. bro, I don't like anything he wears, bro. <laughs> he be wearing some shit. <laughs> I mean, you don't like they hats, be? I think Cam Newton's hats is dope, man. Hey, may, may, maybe the hats. I mean, I might just give you the hats, but anything else, bro? Like, I'm good. Yeah, he be pushing it. <laughs> he be pushing it with them, uh, the mid, the mid calf suit pants. Uh, I don't. Dwayne Wade be doing that. I don't understand. Like, they be wearing mid calf suit pants, like, capri suits. Yeah, like, like they got fashion people, son. Like, who's telling these dudes, like, yo, this is what's hot? Like, I don't. I don't know, man. So that's the, I'm not in the fashion, so you know I'm probably the wrong you person. See, now the problem is, I mean, Pharrell wore a big hat. The, the 
The problem is, it's not that somebody's telling them it's hot. It's somebody telling them, yo, you can make this hot. (laughs) (laughs) That's the difference. No, you cannot, sir. Somebody's saying, yo, son, your pants don't even fit you no more. Fuck it. (laughs) (laughs) That's good. I like that. That's good. That's what it is. Like that. That's good. <laughs> That's what it is. But uh, what's we'll call it? Uh, ah, right, yeah, all right, man. Let's, let's let's just keep this man. Let's keep this moving, man. Let's keep this moving. Now I just got a couple little quick hits. I want to know whose catalogs are more important to hip hop. Jay Z. Versus LL Cool J's catalog. So, so I didn't grow up on LL Cool J. I start right there. I didn't grow up on LL. Um, I, oh damn! Wait a minute, what? Oh damn, what? I said, oh damn. Oh, so I can't. Oh no, go ahead. I can't. Ahead, I, can't ahead. I came into LL like late, basically, like you know, when I came into LL with the, with the cannabis thing. Right, so I don't know who LL was. I mean, I knew I, I knew he was old. I knew he was been around for a long time. So, you know. I was like, oh, Canvas going to beat him. He's washed up. You know, another one of them disrespectful little kids that don't know shit about history, right? <laughs> that we were just talking about. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> so, I, obviously, I was wrong. And from that, I realized, like, this, like, the LL was really good. Like, he was, he was, and he still probably can give it to a lot of motherfuckers. Unfortunately, LL has uh, studied himself the last couple of years. Well, maybe last year or so, two years. I'm just talking about music. I'm just talking about music. Okay. I'm not talking about this kind of stuff he's talking about. As I said, who's catalog, not who's dialogue. We're talking straight catalog. All right, it came up, man. I'm sorry. I got passionate. Um, <laughs> I, I would I I I just have to say LL, unfortunately, because, you know, if there was no LL, there Probably be no Jay Z. Fair enough. Fair I, game, I, I, fair I, game. I, I, Soul man, what you think? Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. No, no, that's about it. Yeah. Um. Well, since Boog ain't grow up on LL, you know for damn sure I ain't grow up on that motherfucker. <laughs> um. But granted, he definitely did. He did a lot for hip hop. He definitely paved the way for. uh for lyricists like Jay Z, definitely had a lot of hits. Definitely opened up a lot of doors. But I'm gonna say that for like hip hop as a whole, I feel like Jay Z's catalog of music has influenced the hip hop culture more. For longer than LL. Okay. Okay. So you give it to you give it to Jay. It's the Rock. Damn, it's the Rock. You hear this? All right. So who's uh, next thing would be? All right. That's fair. That's fair. Me, I'm giving it to LL. Anybody who gets a ten con a ten album contract on the first contract wins. Yeah. LL's first deal was for 10 albums. That is impressive. That is the only time that's ever happened. 
they had and he was able to finish out his contract on Def Jam. Which lets you know that, you know, is wasn't no buyouts, wasn't no let's just let this motherfucker out his contract because he's done. I mean he made them money. He made Def Jam money until the end. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, so I'ma definitely have to go LL on that uh on this aspect. Which are right? you only doing it because of the money that he made for Def Jam? No, just I talk, my, not even about money. It's about uh it's about, like I said, the fact that anybody who gets a ten album contract, he got handed a career in rap music when rap music didn't exist. Anything that he did is going to be history. In that, to me, in that aspect, they gave you a twenty-year career at a time when you were the only one. Because you figure, you know, ten albums. You know, you make an album one year, you tour on it the next year. So every two years, you're putting out an album. Mm-hmm. Gave him a twenty-year career. That's that's your, your catalog right off the bat is one of the most influential in hip hop because it's one of the, it's one of the longest it's one of the largest ones ever that you were handed a twenty year career and he's on album what thirteen fourteen still he left Def Jam after I think after album eleven but he he still can put out he's still putting out music you know what I mean so as I always I always look I look at it like that. That's how I look at it when I look at uh, LL and his catalog versus Jay-Z's versus anybody. I mean, Jay-Z has 13 albums, too, though. Jay-Z had 13 albums, and the first one flopped, and he had to put it out again. This is true. Jay-Z has, Jay-Z had 13 albums, and no one had faith into, faith in him until, what, album number three? Yeah, something like that. Jay-Z wasn't really on, on, until what album, what album had Big Pimpin'? Five and three. Okay, yeah, so that's when he got on. He finally, Big Pimpin', Big Pimpin' was his record that finally put him on. And he still didn't get a number one hit until New York, until Empire State of Mind. You know what I mean? So, like, that, that that's the type of shit that I look at. I tell you, man, people are gonna think I'm a Jay Z hater. <laughs> I really think. And then they say you so New York with it. But I'm so New York with it, though, right? <laughs> I uh, we're gonna keep this keep this trucking. Who whose catalog had more influence on hip hop? Dungeon Family. That's all of them. Gip, CeeLo Green, Outkast, uh, Sleepy Brown, the whole Dungeon Family. All of that, that whole organized noise movement that put Atlanta on the map for the Wu-Tang Clan. That's a hard one, dude. Let me get back to you one second. Mm. <laughs> I gotta go do some research. That's tough. Fuck. Boom. I didn't want to, for the people them that think, oh man, these dudes ain't even prepared. I didn't want these guys to have, uh, to know what people I was going to pick. Or what uh, groups I was gonna pick, or whatever it is. I didn't tell them. I want. I wanted to get their raw reaction. I wanted. I want you guys to hear that kind of reaction. Yeah, I don't know, dude. Like that's that's fucking. 
I was just singing. I was. <laughs> I was just singing dog shit this morning to myself. <laughs> like, seriously, I was singing that to myself this morning. I didn't sing it out loud because I knew my wife wouldn't like it, and I know she don't know the song, so. um, Dang. I don't know, dude. I mean... Forever. I would guess. I would have to say... I don't know, man. Organized Noise is so good, man. <laughs> yeah, they they yeah. they put out so much. Yeah, it was so good. And just like what they did for music, the uh, the doors that they opened as far as sound wise, and and giving people that uh that extra layer of comfortability to start getting more creative musically. Absolutely, because, Absolutely. because well, they did it. Yeah, would there be a Kanye West without without them? I mean, it probably would be, but somebody else had to come through and make that sound. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I don't know. I I, I mean, I want to say Wu-Tang, man, but, man, like, my gut tells me organized noise. By contrast, though, with the Wu, they they really um allowed hip-hop to step foot into the pop scene since they did music with Mariah Carey. Oh, do we did. They music with a lot of a lot of cats. That, 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 like I said, what I like about Wu Tang is the fact that what was what was Wu Tang? What eight motherfuckers? Nine motherfuckers? Rizza, yeah. the Jizza, old dirty bastard, Inspector Deck, Raekwon, the Chef, you got Ghostface Killer, and the M E T H O D man. Word up. Every last one of them could rap. Yep. Mm-hmm. Every last one of them had a successful solo career. Easily. In some shape, form, or fashion. I can't, you can't say the same thing. Yeah, you can't I don't think and I don't think you can say the same thing about uh the movement that organized noise had. You can tell who their star the dungeon family. You can tell who their stars were. Outcast, CeeLo Green. And I think everyone else was just there to play a role. To, to fill the space. Yeah. You know what I mean? Now, I, so for me, I go Wu-Tang. I think Wu-Tang sweeps the boards. All right, now this is the next big one. I don't know. I don't know if this is even good comparison, but it's just the one that I said, this has got to be it. What catalog had a bigger impact or had the most impact or more of an impact, whatever I said, I don't remember, on hip-hop? No Limit or Cash Money? Then I got one more after this one. I'm going to go with No Limit. I got to go with No Limit. Yeah. He paved the way for them dudes, man. If it wasn't, if it wasn't for no and, limit, and, and they were both from New Orleans, like he paved the way for them dudes. With the he, with, he gave him the blueprint. He did, bro. With the marketing Absolutely. and everything that like, he 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 gave to him, man. He gave it to him on a fucking silver platter, bro. <laughs> word up, word up, word up. Nah, that's fair enough. I guess that was easier than not I thought. to take anything away from Cash Money. You no, know? they put in work, <laughs> all of them, absolutely. But you know, it's easy. When all you got to do is just copy and paste 
mm. most of the plan. Yeah. Word, word up, word up. All right, now the last one we're going to look at. This is the, uh, for me, this is the big versus battle because this is the only one I was stuck on. Uh, Bad Boy Records mm. and Rockefeller versus Rockefeller Records. <sighs> to me, to me, this one's easy. Really? Yeah. To me, this one's easy. It's tough, man. <laughs> fucking puff like, I'm gonna say in my heart of hearts I wanna say bad boy too I, I can't I cannot like like was Jay-Z and Rockefeller bro they were big but I mean puff was doing them samples bro like puff, it was, it's puff bro puff puff is like the reason what made it hard for me is because when I look at cats like Jay-Z because his catalog is so important to hip hop. His catalog to me almost trumps what some entire labels have done. Jay Z's catalog alone, absolutely the blueprint. Yeah, I mean the the black album. You know, uh, 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 volume uh, what's what reasonable doubt volume two. Yeah, I mean like his his catalog to me by itself, like I said, will rival entire labels. Oh, so you're just putting him That's why behind I think. the backing force of Jay-Z. Yeah. But then when you add a Kanye West, mm-hmm. and then you add the fact that you had Beanie Siegel and Freeway, both who were only gold-selling artists, but had their own label, their own clothing line. They had things that only platinum-selling artists get. They had state property. That was their own label. They had state property. That was their own clothing line. That, that's the kind of stuff that's reserved for the, the platinum-selling artists. The top, the your top tier MCs, yeah. and they that what happened? Oh, put his man's in the morn. Yeah, but it's just the fact that so that's to me as a label, and you know, and like I said, the question is what had more influence on hip hop culture or on hip hop? That's what th- those are things that I look at. All those things that were created from that, we've never heard of that a gold selling artist could have his own label. It was never heard of that a gold-selling artist would get a clothing line. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? But Jay did that. Armadale, they, you know what I mean? Jay-Z and them, they were, they were drinking, you know what I'm saying? They created, they cre- Rockefeller created tastes that Bad Boy followed. Yeah, I mean, so to me, that's to me, that's why I say it's not as easy as it might be, because if you only look at music, Puff gets it. But if you look at the whole business, if you look at everything, the business, Jay-Z say, hey, I don't wear jerseys no more because I'm too old. And every young head out there that that was too dumb to realize that he said he don't wear jerseys because he's too old. Put all their jerseys away. Changed their whole wardrobe. Mm-hmm. Off of his, he changed what hip hop looked like that quick. With one bar, he changed what jerseys what what hip hop looks like. That's why for me, I, I'm st- I'm still I'm still at a toss up for which one I I, I would uh I would go with. Hmm. I guess it. I guess it is tough, man. For me, though, I, like it's hard for me to bet against somebody like Puff, man. 
it's like like what just watching him, it's hard for me to bet against him. Like, cause he always he always in the mix, man. He's always there. Oh no, I feel you. I feel you. Yo, what was that? What was that shit you said, uh, Soul, earlier today? Oh, he uh, he mistook Selena Gomez for his valet driver. What? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I you. Now you said so. What, what was it? You said um. Now it was a picture, and it said Puff showed up to the party in a car. Oh, and he and left, left in a on boat. A, left on a yacht. Oh yeah. Kind of grand theft auto life is this nigga living? <laughs> Yeah, Puff, man. Puff, Puff has got it, yo. Puff is living a whole different he lifestyle is. than we're, he and we're uh, entitled to. He totally is. Got that GTA money, bro. That's what it is. For real. For real. All right, but no, nah, that's uh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. So let's uh, let's keep this joint trucking, man. We got one last thing, and uh, Soul's going to present it to us, man. What's that uh, That joint you showed me today, earlier today, that I told you to send to me that you never did. So now, now it's on you. Crap. Yeah, crap. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let's see if I can find it real quick. Now he's got to find it, everyone. But uh, ah, right, yeah. Go ahead, soul man. Hit us with that. Uh, hit us. Hit, with that, hit us with that. Uh, that topic. Okay, man. so I was uh, I was scrolling through my Facebook page and I got I follow this group, Planet E J O B N, the Extraordinary Journey of a Black Nerd, and uh, one of the dudes in there posted this uh posted this picture and it says uh, you have to produce a banger. And like when I say bangers, like it's playing in the clubs, hella radio spins, million, million, hundred million streams, double, triple, platinum. Uh, which group do you go with? Group A, uh, Bryson Tiller, Big Sean, Tory Lanes, and Janae Aiko. Uh, group B is. Kendrick Lamar, Jasmine Sullivan, Frank Ocean, and J. Cole. Group C is Drake, The Weeknd, SZA, and Party Next Door. And Group D is Rick Ross, Kanye West, Tiana Taylor, and Chris Brown. Them two middle groups, though, man. The two middle groups? Yes. That that uh Jasmine Sullivan group, bruh. I like that group. Yeah. And I like and I and, and I like the Drake group. I said, but do you think so send that um snap uh screenshot that and send that to us in the uh group chat so we can both look at it. Mm-hmm. But you picking a group with Jasmine Sullivan? You don't like her, bro? She is so good. I love Dude, Jasmine she's Sullivan. extremely talented. <laughs> but for what, uh, for what Bu- uh, Soul is saying, uh, banger, we're trying to achieve, she doesn't work. When was the last neo soul artist that had a banger, or that was a part of a banger? Who oh, sent that joint? He sent yo, he said, yo, he sent that joint. Facebook Messenger. Yeah, no, I got it. All right. Cool. Uh, so, so we're looking at, like I said, Group A is Bryson Tiller, mm-hmm. Big Sean, Tory Lanez, and Janae Aiko. Yeah. Group B. That's that, that's not going. That's not going to do it for me. Drake, The Weeknd, SZA, and Party Next Door. That's a good. That's a good group. 
But they're, that, 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 that's, but they're a little too, they're a little too, uh, they're a little too sad. They're, they're a little too emo, son. <laughs> I knew you were going no, to No, 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 do, 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 I think do, Drake do, do. would be the one to set it off. He would have to. Well, obviously he would have to. I mean. All right, so here we go. And we got Group C, which is Rick Ross, Kanye West, Tiana Taylor, and Chris Brown. Tiana Taylor is sneaky talented. People don't know how good she is. People can sleep on her so much. So her album, her R&B album, Seven, is phenomenal, people. Her, people don't know how good she is. And then we got Group D, which is Kendrick Lamar. Jasmine Sullivan, Frank Ocean, and J. Cole. I imagine a lot of trumpets from Group D. Trumpets and saxophones. So I think I think Group D got a really group Group D and Group C got a really good mix of emo and like hype. Like so you get so you can get hype on Group D. Kendrick can handle that. Jasmine Sullivan can sing her ass off, and then Drake and J. Cole can handle the emo. Um, group B is a little too emo. I don't me. think you're getting. I don't think you're getting from Group D. I don't think you're getting. Uh, what? Look at what Soul said. Something that's gonna play in the club. Okay. Something that's gonna be a banger on the radio, and is gonna be tr- triple, quadruple, platinum. Group D is not giving you one song. Okay. So that's the. That. I, I forgot that criteria. Okay. So Group D is out. They're giving, this group they're, has to do for me right now. Doing right now. Okay, so for me, Group D is giving you an album that is go that is album of the year. Absolutely, that's okay. what I'm getting from Group D. You're getting the album of the year from Group D. That's just gonna get you soul in your soul. Group A is just gonna be a miss. I feel like this will be gonna be okay. too Big Sean, Janae Aiko heavy. Yeah, I, I just I'm There's not impressed by that combination. Tracks. I'm I'm just not impressed by that combination. I don't like Big Sean and Janae Iko together. I like Bryson Tiller and Janae Iko. I like those two together. Those two together would be a dope ass modern contemporary R and B album. Really, yeah. But got to get rid of Tory Lanez and get rid of Big Sean. I just think that's a bust. That's a bad record. That's gonna come out of Group A. So competitions between B and C. B can't, right? B can't do it. B can't do it, bro. Like, it's a little too emo for me. B, you don't think B, Group B, again, people, consists of Drake, The Weeknd, SZA, and motherfucking, hold on, it's just tiny as Party fuck. Next Door. Party Next Door. A record written by Party Next Door who has, like, what? Eight or nine bangers out right now that he's either written or he's or he's done. Yeah. Even though I can't stand him and I want to smack him in his face, like I really would. If I wasn't afraid he would sue me or over yo would try and jump me, and when I seen him, I would smack him. I just don't like this dude. Yo, great. We could take over yo. I'm just saying. You can edit that out. Yeah. Yeah. Nah, I'm I'm leaving that shit in. We over yo. We could take y'all. I'm not afraid. Just get over yo. <laughs> You know why I'm, you you want to know why I'm not afraid of OVO? Why you're not afraid? Because if they take the time to address me at my level right now, that just proves they ain't shit. Facts. Facts. I'm doing this shit in my dining room. <laughs> <laughs> my setup is on my dining room table, man. You can record an album there, though. Yeah, I can record an album there, though. 
Uh, I mean, written by Party Next Door. Holla at me, Party, yo. Give me them hits. But, uh, nah, like I said, for me, uh, group, group C, like I said, group, now, group B, I think could definitely give you, it's going to give you a hit record. I mean. How can you not, how can you not think you're going to get a hit? You're going to get a hit record that's definitely, these four artists stay playing in the club. No, I agree. Like, that. I, I agree. I definitely they agree on that. They stay on the radio. It's just mm-hmm. too, they, they, I, I don't, I don't believe I'm going to get. A banger. I believe that they're gonna get all get in there and start crying. Like I don't. <laughs> I don't and, think but, it's gonna and, be a productive studio. Just, I, just, I think they. I think they could definitely okay, pull they, off they, as well. They go get in there and start. But um, but I would probably give it to C if anybody. No, only thing wrong with C is that they gotta hold it together, like like just like. Emotional wise, you know what I'm saying? Like, because right, I got two crazy motherfuckers in the group. That's so fucking loopy, no, you know no, 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 no. See, no, that's what that's what Group C doesn't want to do. Group C doesn't want to hold. You want to unleash Kanye and let that nigga go nuts. Because Kanye is gonna Kanye is gonna make that shit rock. Chris Brown too. Kanye produce <laughs> Kanye and let Chris Brown have a nice dancey hook where you know bitches is gonna be shaking me. Mm-hmm. Come on, bro. Uh, that Kanye produces that record with fucking Tiana Taylor and Chris Brown doing the hooks and the bridge with Rick Ross and Kanye's bars. Yeah. Do you not remember Monster? I no, I know. I know. Rick Ross had the shortest verse in the world. And it's one of and the hottest verses. Bitch, I'm a monster, no good blood sucker. As you run through my jungle, all you hear is rumbles. Kanye West samples. Here's one for example. My man went in on that verse. What was that like? Eight bars? What was that? Half a bar? No, four <laughs> bars. Like four Look at bars. That. That's it. He gave you a quarter of a verse. Shit, but no, nah, I, I really think I think Group C is going to give you the, the spins. They're gonna get so you're gonna get your you're gonna get your radio spins. I think that 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 joint could do triple platinum. And I think I think that's the one that I think that's the only one that would be deemed classic enough that I would even go back and revisit it. You know, ten years from now that ten years from now their record won't sound dated. I think with Group B. Group B's record will be dope right now, but ten years from now, you're not going to want to hear it because it's going to sound old. I can, I can, I can agree with that a little bit. Mm-hmm. Group, 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 group A is just subpar. Yeah, I just don't. Yeah, they don't have it. They shouldn't be with this group. Like I said, and Group D, I just don't think they can give you one banger. They're gonna give you the album of the year, though. That album is gonna be amazing. Like I would cop that out. I would pre-order that album right now, just off this picture. If I seen it on iTunes. Yeah, yeah I think so. That, that album would be amazing, especially with Frank Ocean's comeback this year. Oh, dude, fam. Mm-hmm. Frank Ocean ain't missed yet. Just for the record, Frank Ocean is back. I'm ready for a new album because this dude's got about five singles out and they're all dope. I'm definitely ready for a new Jasmine Sullivan album. Her last shit, uh, Reality Star, was super classic. If you ain't heard it, yeah. go get it. Seriously. Like, you late there you if you ain't heard it. Super late. It's so late, they early for the Seriously, wrong. that that junk is, is instant classic. But 
But yeah, definitely, de- definitely Steve. It will have to be Steve. You're talking about just a straight banger. Yeah. Now, just 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 because just because you said that, you know, we super late on Jasmine. What do you think happened? Why why didn't Jasmine Sullivan pop off like uh like her talent should have allowed? Her Same to. reason why Jennifer Hudson ain't pop off. I mean, <laughs> what dark dark skin and overweight? No, not not. I w- I wouldn't say that is it. Is is basically their style of music is just not popping right now. I don't think I I I think their weight has less to do with it than the the type of music that they sing. Yeah, it's That's what, I, what people want to hear. Their type of, but you see, I don't think I don't think classic women's R and B has suffered in the industry. I'm not saying I'm not saying like I they mean, they have. Whereas like, I do think so. But no, I think for men, I think it has, which is why I think like a lot of the male artists that can out. I was telling Soul earlier today. If you ever really look at uh, male R and B artists today, they're hybrid artists. They all gotta be right? Bryson Taylor, Chris Brown, yeah, uh, Ty Dolla yep. Sign, Chris Brown, even Trey Songz. They all have a quote unquote rap persona yep. now. Yep. Well, Trey Songz started rapping started. when he first came out, though. Yeah, yeah, he did, he did. You know what I mean? But he, but we all know what his what his real talent is. Yeah. Motherfucker can sing, and I want to hear you sing. Yeah, you know I mean, but uh, for women, I always looked at it. I never thought, I never felt like their brand had to change because a woman can be soft, a woman can be emotional. Uh, you know, look at look at the uh, unfortunately look look at the Chrisette Michelles, look at the Janae Eichos, the Kalani's. The, you know they. They can put out soft records and, and more, and, you know, extremely melodic where they're showing off vocal ability and it's good. Yeah. So I, I, I can't accept that the time change when you say for like uh, for like Jasmine Sullivan. I can't ex- I, I personally I can't accept that the time changed. I mean, well, if well, well, I tell you like this, if um, we really cared about. R&B music. Jennifer Hudson would be the freaking best artist out. Like she, she, she would be hot, but she not because we want pop. We want Beyonce. We want Rihanna. That's, that's it. I think that I think that I think is more to do with Beyonce, Rihanna, you know, Taylor Swift type music than you know soulful, you know, music like Jasmine Sullivan and uh, Jennifer Hudson say. That's what I think. No, that's solid. That's solid. That's solid, man. All right, man. Yo, like I said, man, this is uh, this was another episode of the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. Hashtag a podcast for the rest of us. Oh, we're done? You can hear Yeah, man, that's it. That's it. This is a good show. Don't ever interrupt the outros again, homie. <laughs> ever. Ever. You have to cut that, man. Word up, man, because I, I have my radio smoothness going. Oh, man. Let me see if I can get it back. All right, y'all, this has been another episode of the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. Hashtag a podcast for the rest of us. That sounded like Teddy D? Absolutely. That sounded like Teddy D? Ah, shout Teddy D, yo, uh, the Why Not the Why Not podcast, Black Astronauts podcast. Y'all be trying to shout out my homies, man. But uh, what's what call it? Uh, you can hit us up. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. Again, I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. You can hit us up. Let us know what you're thinking. Let us know what you uh, 
what you feel, how you feel about these topics and what we're talking about, man. Let us know. Let give us information. Give us feedback. What do you want us to talk about? All that good jazz. You can leave us a five star review on iTunes. You can leave comments on SoundCloud, or like I said, you can hit up the email. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo.com. You can look for me. I'm on Twitter. I tweet. I tweet something every once in a while. I'm gonna try and get better at it, man. Uh, tweeting stuff, my opinions, questions, uh, random ass shit. Uh, and I, I hashtag. I try and hashtag everything with the I do it for hip hop. I do it for hip hop podcast. Uh, it is not the official podcast of the network because some of my views might not be shared by my uh, my cohorts. So, in, in the interest of fairness. I hashtag everything just because it's a fly-ass hashtag. Hashtag, I do it for hip-hop. But you can find me on Twitter. You can find us on Twitter. Great Pharaoh, G-R, number eight, underscore, P-H-A-R-A-O-H. Boog, man, where can they find you at? Yo, y'all can find me on Twitter at Mr. Can I Live. That's M-R-C-A-N-I-L-I-V-E. That's what it is. That's what it is. Soul, man. Tell them where they can find you. Oh, me? IG, Twitter. It's uh, same old shit as every other week. S-O-L underscore I-N-V-I-C-T-U-S-1-7. That's Soul underscore Invictus 17. My steam is Solunus1. S-O-L-U-N-U-S in the number one. Come holla at me, yo. That's what's up. That's what it is. That's what's up. That's what it is. Yo, man, we got to figure out how to do that shit. But, like, do that shit. Do our outro in, like, a rap or something. It's the I Do It For Hip Hop podcast. So, I think we, we got to, like, rap our outros. Are you serious? I don't know if you... Yeah, we got to do something. <clears throat> I do something fly, dude. I don't, you ain't got bars? I don't, I don't, have, I don't have that, uh, that sultry, mace-type rap voice. Sound. Like, my rap voice is probably terrible. Fuck it, man. We gotta do it. We gotta do it. We need we need bars. Let us know, man. Hit us up. I do it for hip hop one at yahoo dot com. If you, uh, or you know, leave a review, leave a comment on iTunes, on SoundCloud. Let us know if you want us to start rapping the outro. Let us know. We're gonna start doing it. It's a fan poll now. Hopefully, we got some fans out there. But uh, <laughs> I I know we got fans out there. Everybody listens to this podcast. This pa- this podcast is world famous. Absolutely. Yeah, I mean, word life, man. But yo, it's me. I'm your boy, Great Pharaoh, and I do it for hip hop. Yo, I'm Bug, and I do it for hip hop. I'm Soul, and I do it for hip hop. Concept. 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 Concept.